The Next to Nothing podcast is brought to you in part by our partnership with Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is your one-stop shop for everything geek. Find discounted books, new and old games, and a variety of software. A portion of all purchases from Humble Bundle go to supporting a charity of your choice, like the American Red Cross, St. Jude's, Save the Children, and more. With $145 million raised so far, Humble Bundle is a great place to buy your games and help save the world. Use our affiliate link in the description of this podcast, and a portion of your purchase will not only go to a charity, but also help support the show. Visit HumbleBundle.com for more details. Hello. Hey, what's happening? As, oh, you know, just uh, the usual, talking about, uh, yeah, definitely due for a new phone. I'm uh, yeah. rocking the iPhone 6. <laughs> um, and like uh super old super slow definitely a little bit it's just a little upgrade you know maybe a seven that's what i'm rocking so i, I have a 15 dollar phone should. yeah as i, I say you're rocking some sort of uh you got the doctor disrespect phone going or what <laughs> i gotta fucking go i don't even know where it is i'm gonna be dead honest i tend to throw that shit around like it means nothing because it means nothing <laughs> as i say wait are you rocking the soldier boy phone Damn. i might as well, <laughs> might as well. <laughs> oh man wait. Did the soldier website go back up? I don't think it's still. Yeah, we never actually fucking checked back up on that. I think it died. (laughs) I think you're right. I think all all his products (laughs) died. Probably. Anyways, welcome to the Next to Nothing podcast where we talk about uh, games to waste your time on and not your money. I am one of your hosts, Danny K. With me, uh, my wonderful, beautiful co-host and producer... Because he's Ooh. earned that credit now. Ooh. Uh, oh. Hi, hi. Oh. I'm Lit. You can call me Lit Dong Ling Long Shling Shlong Bing Bong King Kong Fing Fong. Uh oh. yeah, that's me. No, I'm Run. Hi. What's going on, guys? Hi. Hello. <laughs> hi. And uh with us we have a special guest, Lit. Hi. Hi, Dad. So hi. just real quick, because you have one of them internet names mm-hmm. um it's l-i-i-t mm-hmm. underscore underscore yep so how do you actually pronounce that is it lit so like, <laughs> some <laughs> people <laughs> so it's lit but some people say lit like with ease like they have like yeah. like uh my friend mike that's how he says it or light like an actual light <laughs> so oh, it's, yeah it's one friend. of those three i'm not even kidding I wish I was joking. I wish oh, I was joking. Man. Yeah. It's... So for our purposes here, we're going to go with lit. <laughs> yes. Make my life easy, please. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let everyone who might not know you know where they can find you. And all plug away here at the top of the uh, podcast. All right. So yeah, twitch.tv. Why are you exposing me right now, dude? Twitch.tv slash lit with two underscores and two eyes, um, as well as Twitter, lit with two underscores and two eyes. Uh, and yeah, that's about it. I don't use Snapchat really or Instagram. So those are probably the best sources to find your boy. Very cool. And uh, content. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <clears throat> I don't know what you're talking about. And uh, what are people going to find there? Uh, eight, <laughs> tw- 20 plus content. Um, <laughs> not even 18 plus. No, 20 plus. I say 20 a lot of, loo- I say a lot of loo things and, uh, 
things that might make your grandma blush. So uh, be ready for that if you join the stream for sure. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Poor grandmas making them blush. Just a little bit, not too much, you know, maybe just a little red, a hint of red, but not to the point of looking like a tomato. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, man. Cool. Guys, I before I like start telling anything, my internet is freaking the fuck out right now. I don't know what oh, its deal is. Yeah, so this might get yikes. Hopefully not, but we'll see. <laughs> It'll but be like so I'm far, running the show again. It's so far out of <laughs> nowhere. It's just all like you like zero like frames. Oh, we got that. Heck it's yeah, like, bro! Oh, okay. I want to go like listen to like you know eight <laughs> bit audio. Hell yeah! Oh man, uh, it seems like it's chilling out right now though. I think we're okay. Maybe awesome. possibly. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, let's uh, kind of get this show on the road here. Uh, Lit, you've been playing something that uh, interests me a actually quite a bit. There, it uh, seems to add value to a game that is, at this point, kind of old. Um, Role-playing servers in GTA. Tell me a bit about that. So I've learned this from the bigger streamers like Lyric or Vader or if you watch Summit. Um, so pretty much it's you creating a character and having a background story that you're playing. So it's like IRL. So mm -hmm. for example, for me, my character's name is Dave Baker and I don't really have a background story. It's kind of sort of just like he's new to the town. He just moved from wherever. Mm -hmm. And my a job is a truck driver. But I do other things on the side for extra money. So I really can't. Well, I, I guess I could say it's, <laughs> it's role play. I, you know, sell drugs on the side to, you know, make ends meet. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's, sort, of, that's sort of the lifestyle that I play. Yeah. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool. I will say it's a lot of fun because you're playing someone different. You know, you stream mm -hmm. and you're, you know, being yourself. It's cool mm -hmm. to play someone else for a change and make up your story kind yeah. of fall along with it so i'm loving i'm loving the rp it's a lot it's a lot of fun yeah it's, it's a good it's a good experience which as someone who plays uh role-playing games like dungeons and dragons or i'll you know actually kind of come up with a build or a character style for skyrim um or you know i've done role-played uh pokemon runs where you know i use only certain types of pokemon or, right. or something like that uh, the idea of like running, uh, turning an open world sandbox into a role playing <sighs> experience really interests mm -hmm. me because you're kind of, mm -hmm. you know, doing that thing where something that has no limits, you're putting limits on it, and it seems to add way more dimension to it and right. way like a, a, a new style of play to it. Has it how like how many hours did you have in GTA before doing this like role plays? Mm -hmm. I would say not much probably like 40 50 hours if that's kind of just playing with friends so mm -hmm. when this thing came out i was like it's, it's not gonna last that long right. it might die out pretty soon but it's actually gone up a lot and a lot of streamers before that were playing different games hopped on this train essentially where you know everyone loves it it's like watching a reality tv show if you think about it at the end yeah of the day. exactly that's honestly and how that's i imagine love that's what people love and it's 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 fun it's 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 a lot of fun yeah Ren, have you had any experience with role playing in gta or so it's like something that? i've wanted to jump into actually i i was like i was trying to get lit to jump into it with me 
initially <laughs> and i was like hey let's yeah. let's do it and he's like i don't know about it and i tried to get it to work and it didn't work at all like mostly just for me it was like gta itself wasn't working i downloaded mm. it and it's like it's a big game it's like 100 gigs download the entire 100 gigs didn't even work i was so sad <laughs> Yeah, and then like a few days later, I hear Lit, and he's all like, "I've decided I want to play GTA RP," and I'm like, "Well, it, it, t- <laughs> it took some convincing because originally I did not want to do it. I was like, yeah, it's not going to be fun. It's going to get boring after a while.' And then a couple mm-hmm. people kind of sort of got you know forced not forced me into it, but right persuaded me to play yeah. it. So I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. At first, I was it was a little weird." Because like mm. you're the new kid on the block, you don't know what to do, you don't yeah. know anything. But as people start teaching you and you find yourself, you know, a click and you establish yourself, then that's where the fun begins. At first it's hard, mm-hmm. but give it a couple hours, a couple days, and it's it's like a whole new game. Yeah. It's yeah. it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. See, that was the thing that grabbed my attention, right? Because initially I I mean I played GTA, I played through the entire like campaign section of GTA five and I had a blast with it. But I never mm-hmm. actually like gravitated towards the online play. It was never for me. I don't really know what the deal was. I think it was maybe just like too open. There wasn't like I didn't feel like I had direction doing anything. And for me, that's right. something I need. And uh, GTA RP felt like I was like, OK, I can set myself like a guide of like how I want to approach things. And that sounds like a really mm-hmm. cool experience. And I get to interact with other people. So, I mean, I, I still want to get it working. I have plans like this weekend of like trying to get it working, hopefully. We'll see. But uh, yeah, it always just sounds really entertaining. I mean, if you watch streams like Vader specifically is like one of my favorites. He plays a character mm. named Eugene. It's an old man who is just like, he's kind of there. <laughs> he's sort of around like he mm-hmm. like a fa- occasionally finds random people. and He's all like, you're my grandchild. And it's like, no, I don't even know you. And it's like, come on, Billy. Right. Well, yep. We got we, we to gotta go fuck some shit up. And it's like, OK, Grandpa. All right calm down i don't know it's it's such an interesting thing to see like how how one personality because like that's what most people are like as streamers is like they're a personality and then mm-hmm. completely change like that's that's the personality they're all like i want to have fun doing this and it's yeah. absolutely hilarious i i always find it super great um but yeah definitely sounds like a ton of fun i've been really excited i have full plans to get into it yeah, it's it's really it's it's honestly a, a breath of fresh air because GTA has been out seven years, six, seven yeah. years. And to have it's 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 if you think about it, it's a whole new game. Yeah, mm-hmm. they still have the same mechanics, this and that. But you get to play as someone. <laughs> you get to play someone else. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly. what the fun part. Is. There's a there's a because there's already a power fantasy associated with GTA. Mm-hmm. I am this. You know sadomasochistic god over liberty city or vice city or Mm -hmm. uh you know los santos and i can do anything i want to the people here but then to like pair that like to bring that down Mm -hmm. to me is always interesting uh that's kind of why i really like basically anytime that there's role-playing opportunities in uh communal games like minecraft or gta that always interests me Mm -hmm. um like factions in uh in Minecraft. Uh yeah. I haven't really found like a good faction server mm-hmm. or anything like that. But like that idea always interested me where it's like, yeah, like we all, you know, we we live as like societies and then we go to war. Uh kind of like how Eve 
Um, Eve interests me like in that aspect as well. Now Eve doesn't interest me gameplay wise, but I enjoy mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. seeing the occasional Polygon or PC Gamer article that comes out about Eve. Um, yeah, for its wild stories, and this is kind of like you know uh, the GTA role playing is kind of like that where it, it's like watching you like you kind of said it's it's like watching reality tv it's it's a really bizarre uh but incredibly accurate it's almost like watching um what is that uh pd live mm-hmm. is that what's on a yeah. like on the weekends on yep. like mm-hmm. saturdays <laughs> it's like watching cops or dog the bounty hunter <laughs> it's such oh, a strange man. bizarre way to play uh something that wants to make you feel like some sort of all powerful god but you you force yourself to play jim smith yeah Yeah. exactly yeah i i think one of the cool things too is that like a lot of rp things i mean like the entire point is to kind of take itself seriously obviously but like some of them take it really seriously like we've even talked about it we talked about it a little bit uh before but there's someone named yeah toast and he plays as an officer in one of the gta rps and he had to do training and he went through like oh, I think yeah. it was like a week or two of training and it was like what the fuck I I just want to play a game <laughs> but like I'm down dude I'm I'm super excited about it and just seeing like how how things play out because some people will necessarily like they'll take it a little bit less seriously than others so mm-hmm. like watching an officer like trying to stop a robbery but the like the robber is kind of like half-assing it sort of and you just like you can tell he's like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna kill the lady and it's like okay man. okay it's like, come on now <laughs> okay i don't know it's always hilarious it's fucking it's too funny watching that like diversity between uh mm. people on it but uh yeah do you think do you think bad role-playing can ruin uh an rp server experience for you like it like Say like your first experience is with someone who's bad at role playing. Do you think that would ruin the entire idea for you, Ren? Oh, for me? Yeah, because you haven't gotten into it yet. I'll ask uh, Lit about bad bad yeah. uh, RP here in a I, second. I wouldn't be opposed to it. I mean, it, honestly, it'd probably make me feel better because like mm-hmm. I wouldn't know how. To, I I have no idea how to role play. Realistically, yeah. I've never really played Dungeons and Dragons. I've never really jumped into that like sort of thing. So, like, seeing yeah. somebody else that is equally as bad as I am initially is, like, <laughs> thank the gods. At least, like, mm-hmm. I have a chance to be better than this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it can add a lot of comedy to it, too. Because mm-hmm. uh, not everything needs to be super serious, obviously. Right. I mean, it, right. in the grand scheme of things, it's still a video game. Like, if right. there's just that one guy that's like, Ah! he's just running down the street like through cars it's like what the fuck is wrong with that man hello but uh yeah i i don't know i'm not entirely opposed to it of course i feel like the majority of it should be relatively serious but i mean like there right. can still be mm-hmm. those opportunities mm-hmm. to just kind of just unleash a little bit mm-hmm. well one thing i can say just from my limited role-playing experience is that you know it doesn't have to be serious but you still have to like the, there is a role there's a yeah. humor in the role yeah and when people break roles that's always the hardest thing um because they want to act like they would act in a game setting yeah. but not how an actual person would react in the situation in the yeah not meta game it. You, mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah. 
have you found like just with like a little bit of your experience right now with uh with it lit you know like what has generally been the role-playing uh quality i guess so it's been good i will say that me the little bit of like you said experience that i've had with role play it's it's been relatively good but with like what you said with bad role play it would depend like mm-hmm. you can have let's say a character for example that's a hobo and is crazy you know yeah. they do random things you know they blurt out random stuff and that's fine you know because that's role play but if you go to the extent of getting out of character and breaking the rules you know being a troll yeah that can alter a lot of people's experience Mm -hmm. for new players Mm -hmm. because you're gonna get occasionally you're gonna get people that just want to ruin the game just because they want to yeah Yeah. so that to that extent i think is frustrating but if you're Mm -hmm. just you know if you're playing like a like a someone that's crazy that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's role play. You know, yeah. that's perfectly fine. But just for someone to log in and just mess around and mess up yeah. everything just because they want to, I can see that messing up a lot of new players' experiences and might not want to come back to role play because that's what their mindset is, is everyone's right. just like that. So it yeah. would depend on the situation, I guess, mm-hmm. what would be the best way to describe it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure uh do you with this experience so far do you think you would be uh searching out role play servers on different games rust minecraft daisy arma you know whatever you can think of i'm gonna for now no just because i'm still relatively new to role playing in general mm-hmm. this is the first time i've ever done role play is on gta 5 so Maybe later down the road, if I had more experience with the game itself and know the mechanics, then I would say yes, because that's the hard part is learning the mechanics of the game. It's not necessarily the role play. It's how everything works because mm-hmm. they, they throw you into the server and you kind of sort of have to figure it out and go unless yeah. you have a friend that's on the same server and knows what they're doing and they can help you out. Mm-hmm. So I would say I would learn the mechanics first of the, of a certain game that I want to play and has a role playing opportunity, and then from there, I would decide if I want to continue, if you want to actually role play or just play the game casually. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that would be, be my input on it. Yeah, because you can even see that in uh, like some of the bigger streamers that are streaming GTA RP. A lot yeah. of them don't even know the commands, and there's like there's hundreds of commands mm-hmm. just for every there's little a thing. Lot. Yeah, so like. I guarantee that it's probably really like mind-boggling when you first start out in that regard because like regular GTA doesn't have those things. It's not no. like you don't even think about it. But uh like in GTA RP, you're trying to figure out how to like sit next to a wall. every little thing. And it's yeah, exactly. Like open your car, unlock the car, give somebody yeah. the keys to your car. Like all sorts of random tiny things, little details that just go unnoticed. That are very like you, you don't think about it normally, but the split mm-hmm. second that yeah. happens in the game, you're just like, "Oh shit, I don't know how to do this." And like, you'll just hear a bunch of people. You hear this especially mm-hmm. in like the bigger ones. It's like you just gotta they, stretch they out your you F1 do, yep. muscle. Yeah, you really just gotta like <laughs> stretch out your slash E muscle. You know, you really gotta like get yeah. that one rock and roll. And it's like, yeah, it's really hard to like give that information to people without just being like, just press F1 and like go here in this. 
See, and that's kind of the experience I had because, for example, last night I was playing RP mm-hmm. and uh, an officer pulled me over because I ran a red light. So I go to the parking lot mm-hmm. and there was two officers that were there and he was telling me to roll down my window. Yeah. So I'm all figuring out like, uh, I don't know how to roll down my window. So I like tell my K-man, uh, which E-muscle do I flex or any, you know, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So it's, 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 an, it can be an awkward confrontation, especially yeah. with someone that's experienced in role play. They're kind of like, oh my God, this noob's playing. <laughs> and they don't know what they're doing. Cause we all yeah. think that, you know, yeah. we all have a main game and when someone hops in and they don't know what they're doing, it's frustrating mm-hmm. because they don't know what's going on. So I would like, like, you know, the conversation before learn the game. Learn how it works before you start yeah. playing it because that'll give you the better experience at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Um, any other general thoughts or questions? I think I've kind of had my... I've been satisfied. <laughs> I was going to throw in my two cents on the question mm-hmm. of like any other uh, RP things that you'd consider. And I think the only one I'd consider personally is Arma 3. That sounds like a really interesting experience. I've seen a little bit of gameplay on it, not a whole lot, but uh, it could be really, really exciting to just watch like a it's like a band of brothers type deal where you're just watching a squad just like try their best to survive out in the like in the world. And it is just not working out. And it it looks hilarious. It sounds hilarious. I'm definitely considering that as well. But uh, that one I definitely need to give more thought on for sure. Arma. Arma 3 is interesting because itself, it's all, it, being a mill sim mm-hmm. is almost, yeah. it's not technically a role-playing game, but it yeah. is. Yeah, you, um, can, you can treat it as a role-playing game at any point. You, you don't right. have to just be like, I got to go to a specific RP server. You can right. really just like, just do it. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it, that's one of the things I really kind of wish squad the game. Mm-hmm. Um kind of fostered a little bit better as opposed to like Arma. I, I wasn't a fan of Arma when I picked it up just because of all the commands and buttons and all the, See, the it was the same poorly. way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it just ran, kind of ran poorly on my system. But then, um, and so squad kind of satisfied the actual mechanics better, but I'm like, well, there's not a lot of role playing here in this community, not to mention the community was kind of garbo. <laughs> um like there's just like not a lot of people they're pretty unforgiving yeah and there's also problems with squad being able to like actually play with your friends mm-hmm. like you can't party up in squad and then like go into a server um hmm. that's like not a thing you can't party up and then you're like still not guaranteed to join the same squad and or even be on the same team at all it, it's kind of messy uh mm-hmm. and for a game that's been in early access for or been in alpha state for four or five years. I think it's mostly unacceptable. Uh, right. Which I don't know. Did we talk about, I know I said I was going to go back to squad and talk about it, but did we ever? Right? I don't think so. I feel like we might've talked about it just a tiny bit. I think you said that you were going to talk about it at some point and that just never happened. Yeah. Do you mind if I, I yeah, go kind of it. upend some things? No, and go, kind for of go for it. That? <laughs> um, yeah, because I, I, so here's the thing that like, Squad is one of those games. Uh, Stamp, you know, friend of the show, Stamp picked it up uh, three, four years ago. Um, <clears throat> convinced me to play it. Uh, you know, maybe six months later. So me and him started playing it, and the the game is really fun. It's a really simple um, 
it's a really simple premise. You know, you guys uh, load into uh, teams, get into sub teams of nine or so people with different roles, you know, squad mm -hmm. leader, marksman, gunner, tank driver, stuff like that. Um, and so you go from point to point to point, capturing those points, um, you know, in successive order until you mm -hmm. get to the enemy's base. There are some other things, you know, you can place down, you know, guns and uh, barbed wire and sandbags so you can fortify yourself in and um, mm -hmm. you can set up uh, extra uh, spawn points called rallies or you can do um, like these little radio bases called forward operating bases, uh, fobs. Wow. Um, right. So there's like a lot to it, but it oh. doesn't really it never really fostered role play. Mm -hmm. um, I got back into it recently uh just to see where it was at i picked it up for 40 dollars. it still says it's an alpha state the game still runs the same mm -hmm. just about the same which i don't know if that's just a limitation of my system or if that's a lack of optimization on the part of the devs i haven't gone through a year's worth of patch notes mm -hmm. but i can tell you it didn't seem like there's much else really added except mm -hmm. for like mortars right. and stuff um and then they're they're talking about adding all these new vehicles and like working on getting planes and you know helis and stuff and i'm just kind of sitting here thinking there's a lot of really not great quality of life things in this game that make mm -hmm. the game less enjoyable like i said like you can't party up with a teammate and then go into a server now there would be some balancing things with that but that's still like something that you can do that in battlefield that has very yeah. much this game started yeah. out. I want to say this game started off as a battlefield mod, and I'm pretty sure you can still do it in Arma, right? Can you party up in Arma? I'm, yeah, I'm pretty I sure. I have no idea. Can. I'm fairly certain that you can. I feel like that's one of the key parts of Arma. Yeah, so this is a game that's built on the dynamics of, uh, of a squad, which anyone, you know, squad yeah. up being like, get your buddies. Yeah, you know, a, exactly. a squad in the military it's a game is called a group squad. Yeah, so you can't even go in with your squad. Yeah, <laughs> like you can't go in with the people who you know you're going to work well with. Mm -hmm. Like me, oh. Ren, and Lit can't go. Uh, uh, so that was like my biggest thing. I'm like, why is this not been addressed with this game? Mm -hmm. The community, like I said, is kind of garbage. They're really unforgiving. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, me and Stamp went in together. Ended up ended up being able to get into a game together which is nice on the same team which is even rarer and then also um because uh us servers are few and far between that aren't completely filled at any fucking point in time mm -hmm. um getting on the same team the balance the balancing is 50 50 and then getting into the same squad is kind of shitty as well um, right unless you create a squad but if you create a squad then you're you know responsible for actually doing shit instead of collaborating together and so yeah. yeah there's just like a lot to this game that i'm like why why has this not been addressed this game is and let me like let me double check um how long squad has been available but they're like like i said they're just these things that should have been addressed by now mm -hmm. um and they haven't and it, and it doesn't give me the initial release date, December 15th, 2015. And it's been four years and they haven't done nothing? <laughs> yeah, it's been four years and those like key things haven't. And it's still in pre-alpha. Yeah. 
Um, that's bad. <clears throat> yeah. That's bad. Uh, so I don't know. I don't have a lot of hope for it. I. Anyone that's looking to buy it now, I would probably recommend against it. Mm-hmm. Just as a. Like I said, instead. play Arma, <laughs> Insurgency Sandstorm, while the maps aren't nearly as big and there's not nearly as many like options in terms of, um, you know, like running supplies to and backs, you know, in that grand strategy, at least you're going to be in a game that's not complete garbage and mm-hmm. in terms of the quality of life hmm, uh, or play that. or play Battlefield. Mm-hmm. Um, games that have a lot more polish and a lot more, a lot better quality of life, and have, uh, frankly, do a lot more work. That, uh, <laughs> you know, and I hate to, I hate to kind of like, because I really do enjoy the game, mm-hmm. like when I when things are going well, but it just has so much just not going for it, and right. I felt like, you know, every time I go back to it, I'm like, what has really changed here? And there doesn't mm-hmm. feel like anything has really changed, mm-hmm. nothing like really substantial. Um, yeah, and I mean, it was uh, even here, like on the Wikipedia page, it's like it's a spiritual successor to Project Reality uh, mod for Battlefield 2. So For Battlefield 2? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Wow, and it came out 2015. <laughs> That's bad. Yeah. It, yeah, I, like I said, it was one wow. of those things when I went back to it, I'm like, why is there no party up system? Why is there no squad up system? Why yeah. are in a server... game literally called squad? It's, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's it's, what yeah. I don't get. Wow. Yeah, because there's not much that isn't there. There's nothing more dissatisfying than getting into a game and being in some sort of dysfunctional team and having mm-hmm. no other option. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I, you know, if I could get like nine people together and join a fucking server and just, you know, pre-configure my squad and put me into a good server. Now, the player base is really small, too. Unfortunately, like this game, with, with these kind of games where they don't, where, where they're always in development. They're always in development. Right. They don't really bring people in because they're always in development. They don't make any real changes. It's like, well, yeah, yeah there's not going to be any. So, yeah, that's kind of, that, that squad. Um, that's probably a couple weeks. People could probably, that's probably like three or four weeks ago that I was. Yeah, it it was definitely a bit ago. Yeah. Oh, Um, I feel like I've played this game before. It sounds familiar. Hold on. Oh my God, I have. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I sounded so familiar. I'm like, no party up system. It's bad. I'm all, hold on. Yeah. I I think I put in like an hour and then I just said no. You know, like the, the, the gameplay itself is fun when yeah when it you looks good something. quote unquote exactly. looks good yeah um so i don't know maybe i'll pick it up again in like another year and maybe i'll change my tune but what i played Doubt recently it. i was just like <laughs> yeah when i when i played when i played squad recently i'm like mm-hmm. there's nothing that changed over the lat you know over a year ago when i played it yeah um it's kind of hard to enjoy a game when the one the community is awful, and two yeah. the devs aren't doing anything to fix the game. Like for example, H one Z one, yeah, that that game was huge. You know, it was very popular. A couple years later, the devs weren't updating it as much. 
Mm-hmm. It started slowly dying. They really, it seemed, it, I don't know if they didn't care. It seemed like they didn't care about the game. So no one plays it no more. Yeah. You know, and then they're probably sitting there wondering what's going on. Well, because you got to update the game and be a competitor against all these other ones, like, you know, mm-hmm. PUBG. Yeah. That blew the scene. Later yeah. on, Fortnite, you had Armor 3 before that was even out. I had a Battle Royale mod on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. I it, it's kind. I guess it's kind of hard to enjoy a game at the end of the day if the community's bad and the devs don't care. You yeah. know, no one's gonna play it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That would, now the whole community thing. Like I said, we got into like a really a couple of really dysfunctional games where it was just people swearing and screaming and reading oh, yeah. and. Yeah. And then like, oh, you make a mistake, and it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Why the fuck are you driving there? Yeah. yeah. No. Because I don't know the fucking map, dude, because I'm fucking stuck on something. I'm trying to get, you know, yeah. I'm getting shot at. Why don't you, you know, stop swearing at me? Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I mean, this this is kind of going to transition in a bit to uh, yeah. Siege, but Siege is honestly like the same way. It really yeah. is. It's one of the few games where I really just had to be like voice chats off, text chat half mm-hmm. the time is off mm-hmm. because the community, while the game is great, the community is horrible. <laughs> I don't it's understand. Bad. Yeah, it really I don't get it. It makes you know no sense to me. You know what game doesn't have a bad community? What's hmm. that? Uh, Insurgency Sandstorm. The worst <laughs> you got to deal with was a, is a guy screaming, hello, Flockbar. <laughs> whenever you're on the terrace you just over and over and over again that's all you'll hear or some guy playing the isis anthem over his fucking shitty laptop mic that's mm-hmm. all you gotta deal with in insurgency sandstorm yeah is which is enough for me to just go ahead and mute everyone <laughs> anyways uh for more of the you know stream yeah. than anything else yeah um uh, but yeah, you kind of got you kind of positioned just for a for a. I know, right? There. Sweet transition, by the way. So I've been right. playing. Yeah, I've been playing Siege. Uh, for those who don't know, I'm kind of like trying to transition into a Siege only streamer. Weird shocker, I know. But uh, <laughs> but I've been playing a lot of Siege, and recently for the April Fools' update, they uh they released. I believe it's called Rainbow is Magic, and mm-hmm. it's this uh, it's this entire remake of uh the airplane map. And yeah. uh, they they heavily beautified it. It is actually, to be completely honest, it's gorgeous. It's a uh, it's it's supposed to be a toy plane in a kid's room. And if you actually leave the plane and you look around, you'll notice it is a kid's room, and the kid's room is on another map. And you'll you'll realize it right then and there, and you're like, oh my god, wait, mm-hmm. this is a lot of effort. That they put into it, and there's a large amount of effort. Like a lot of it goes heavily it's a unnoticed. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, Lit and I have played it together. Um, if so you much shoot, fun. yeah, if you shoot your gun at a wall, um, normally it's just a bullet hole. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they put a little star around the bullet holes too. In this mode, um, if you if you explode a wall, it puts like a cartoon explosion drawing around mm-hmm. the hole. Um, there's all the walls are like redecorated to be like kid friendly and uh it's it's hostage and normally in hostage you have to go save this random person you have to go bring them out and extract them from the objective and in this the hostage is Mr. Bear and Mr. Bear is just a guy dressed up 
in like a bear costume and on his chest awesome. is just written please don't shoot me <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome like they it put is a lot so of work. good yeah they put a huge amount of work mm-hmm. that's the thing that's so shocking to me is um before before the update i was thinking like okay there hasn't been really like a whole ton of effort in a lot of like random areas and then looking at this update made me think immediately my first thought was this needs to be like a monthly thing that they do mm-hmm. all the time like this just <laughs> needs to be a thing you can tell how much like heart and soul they put into this project it, it, it they uh yeah they changed the narrator for it they uh they changed the entire map for it mm-hmm. all of the uh all of the things are changed every Who's single like little detail i don't know who the narrator Girl. is specifically yeah but but it's like that kid friendly like voice mm-hmm. and it's uh it's it's absolutely hilarious and like half the time she's just like the mean meanies are hiding mm-hmm. mr bear go save him be the heroes it's, and sometimes it's if you mean. fail it's all like i bet your parents aren't proud of you and it's like <laughs> oh my god yeah. you're like yeah oh, okay i'll go cry yeah, it's absolutely oh, hilarious. Oh my god. They put so much love into it. Like there's a whole bunch of different things. Um and oddly enough, to be completely honest, it's actually balanced. Like it's fairly well balanced. Yeah. Um and the airplane map, for those who don't know or like don't really know anything about Siege, um, the airplane windows are unbreakable. Mm-hmm. But one character in the entire game can shoot through the windows and it's an airplane. So like the entire airplane has the windows it's exposed. On it. Yeah. So it's really difficult to play against that one character because he always has a line of sight, which is mm-hmm. really, really rough. They completely removed the character from the game mode. Um, they kept it very limited and uh, all the characters actually like serve a real purpose. So like you'll mm-hmm. have you'll have some characters that can stop breaches You'll have uh, some characters, like even one of the ones that is well known for being completely useless. Tachanka has this turret, and normally, normally it's completely useless because the same character that can shoot through the windows can also shoot through his turret window and just completely kill him, and then he's mm-hmm. dead. Um, but since he's not in it, he actually serves a fundamental role in the game. Like it's not, it's not a completely worthless pick anymore. It's like, okay, great, awesome. Um, I don't know. There was there's so much effort just put into every single detail. The the models themselves are kind of like toy soldiers, where uh, instead of like having their normal like army uniforms or whatever, instead of having those military uniforms, they're just like green or yellow or all sorts mm-hmm. of things. It's and so some, cool. Yeah, and some of them because along with this update came a bunch of skins and stuff. Um, some of them in that have those skins so for example there's a character named uh montagna and uh most people just call him Monty, and he has a giant shield and in the update they gave him a skin where he just has like a bunch of butterflies all over him and it it just looks absolutely ridiculous and on his on his shield it just says don't shoot my papillons mm-hmm. like don't shoot mm-hmm. my butterflies and on the sides of the shields it's like butterflies are cool and like hell yeah butterflies and like the back of his helmet is just like a bunch of butterflies just attached to it and he has like little butterfly like antennas on it it's fucking adorable i love it um (laughs) one of them as like a furry costume where it's like uh it's almost like a wolf costume 
And all of the skins are pink, by the way. They're yeah. all they're all vibrant pink. So like, while they're mm. probably not necessarily like good skins to use in a the game, they're fucking hilarious. <laughs> they're they're really actually high quality versus mm. some skins where it's just all like, yeah, we changed the color a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just we we designed like a tiny little design choice. And it's like okay, <laughs> all right. There's this look, and it's just boom right in your face yeah exactly and uh i really i really respect it i feel like they put in way more effort into that than i ever expected them to do it to such mm -hmm. a thing mm. and from my understanding everybody loves the update i've never seen a single person where it's like this update sucks oh it's <laughs> no, amazing yeah no every single person i've ever talked to about it has been like this is by far one of the best updates like this this looks beautiful in in terms of like normal gameplay, like in terms of a casual matches or anything like that, nothing's really changed. Obviously, it's just kind of skins, it's whatever. But the game mode is just so much fun. It really is. Um, I would love to see them put that kind of effort into like monthly things or like maybe like once every two months. They're just all like, look at this new game mode we made. It's fucking ridiculous. You gotta go save Mr. Bear again. Like, if they did something <laughs> Halloween-styled for it, I'd be so down. Just, like, a really spooky map. Oh, my God, yes. But, and that's uh, when yeah. it goes back to the topic of uh, what you said about Squad. Mm -hmm. That right there, what the, what the devs are doing, is what keeps the game alive. Because exactly. that game's been out for three years, two, three years, something like that. Yeah. And it's probably, I, in my opinion, it's up there with Overwatch and CS as far as how high of viewage it gets yes because you look at like the majors they do and like you know the tournaments mm -hmm. gets a lot of views for yeah. for for a siege game and the reason why as as toxic as the community can be yeah the devs care so much about the game they go to the extent of a silly update like for it was it was just it was supposed to be originally out for like a couple days for an april yeah. fool's event yeah exactly and for uh, those couple days, it just blew up. Yeah. Just real quick, uh, Rainbow Six came out December first, twenty fifteen. So it's literally just two weeks older there you than go, Squad. Yeah, exactly. And look at how relevant it is. Yeah. Well, in here, I guess here I'll come to the Squad's defense. Um, in which the team sizes are obviously different. Yeah. Um, you know, Rainbow Six Siege, you know, attached to Tom Clancy's name owned and managed by ubisoft mm -hmm. um <clears throat> so obviously there's like a lot more money a lot more True. power yeah. and talent behind um rainbow six siege than what there is behind squad um for me but to your point though there's also kind of like that level of um smart development yeah. smart use of resources um and knowing what the community need what the community wants and what's going to keep the community coming back yeah um, um there was something i was gonna go into as well so i was talking about before um how this is definitely it's a very t like the community sometimes is yikes i've said it multiple times before it's very sketchy it is mm -hmm. actually yeah. because it's explicitly because of the update it has been a lot more chill recently mm -hmm. and i feel like that heavily like should be one of their incentives to just be like produce fun content but not everything has yeah. to be totally serious because that's what it tries to play itself off as is like a really serious game of course so people yeah, are going Tom to just be... game yeah exactly mm -hmm. but uh with the update it's been significantly less uh t 
toxic. And I'm just sitting here mm. like, I am shocked right now. I don't know how this is even possible. It's funny, but it's like a whole new game. If you yeah, think about exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I agree. One of the things I was going to say about that, though, like to kind of like further that point is uh, if the devs don't care about their game, how is the community supposed to? That's the way that I mm. view something like Squad. Because like, I feel like that's one of the reasons why Siege has had such a bad community in the first place. They do updates, of course, but like the updates aren't super like they're nothing like crazy, really. It's not like mm -hmm. anything that fixes like a whole ton of issues or anything like that. I personally feel and apparently because I had to research this at one point because I was just curious. Um, they did put at one point measures to stop like racism and things like that into text mm -hmm. chat like they would they ban people if you like did anything like that. And I personally didn't have an issue with that, but apparently a ton of people did. And uh, like there was a huge community backlash on it. And mm -hmm. at first they really tried to hold their ground on it. Like, well, if you're just going to say that, then I, I don't know what to tell you. We don't yeah, want you to get banned for saying certain stuff. Yeah, exactly. And I guess they just completely got rid of that. I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that decision, but I mean, whatever. Um. But yeah, putting in updates like this heavily shows that they care a lot more than I expected, to be honest. I thought they were kind of just like, it's whatever. It, it's a cash cow, obviously. I mean, like, the gameplay's solid, but, like, you know, obviously they make a ton of money on this game. But, uh... Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They make a lot. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Definitely recommend it, though. It's been such a fun time. I don't know how many days are left. I feel like there's still a couple, maybe? Maybe, like, one or two? I think, like, tomorrow's the last day, I think. That's unfortunate. Um, so, yeah, go try that out while, while you can. <laughs> yeah. Or anyone that's uh, listening to the podcast right now, uh, or, like, in the future, probably can't try it again, but, you know. Yeah. Try, uh, who knows? Maybe they'll... If you're live with us right now. Yeah, who knows? Maybe they'll, uh, they'll implement more things like that. I really hope so, mm -hmm. based on the sheer amount of positivity that the community has, like, really brought mm -hmm. out about it. I have seen so many people just say like, hey, keep this mode, please, for the love of God. Or like, just like, just do it once a month thing. Whatever. I don't care. It doesn't even need to be like this, like in depth. But like, if you yeah. just do something like this once a month, I'll be happy. Heck yeah. Yeah, exactly. Not the game doesn't have to be serious all the time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that's all I have to say. On it. So. I was trying to find some sort of smooth transition. Mm -hmm. But uh, the best I can do is, um, you know, Ubisoft uh, is involved with Tencent. And that's our next topic. <laughs> oh, smooth. Um, the smoothest. <laughs> um, <clears throat> unless you guys had anything else about Rainbow Six. It just sounded like we were kind of getting a little rambling no. on that. Oh, no, no good. you're good. Let's, yeah. You're good. So Tencent, uh, which is a Chinese conglomerate, uh, they own Riot Games. They have holdings in Activision Blizzard, Ubisoft. They have a 40% share in Epic Games. Mm -hmm. um, they've done games like uh, Ring of Elysium, which we've talked about on the show. Um, they're working with Activision Blizzard on the Diablo Immortal uh, mobile game, all sorts of things. Uh, but they announced or they released their Wii Game X uh platform worldwide mm -hmm. um and there's kind of like, there's like a lot of things um that are kind of hot topic buzzy yeah. with yeah. tencent and i kind of wanted to like, kind of go over this and, and see what you guys are feeling um so just real quick 
the Tencent gaming platform um, already had 200 million users, uh, but it's only been available in China or Chinese territories. Um, mm-hmm. So they re- they rebranded it, uh, the <laughs> Wii Game X, and they uh, launched it worldwide. It has um, currently it's pretty bare. Um, it's early access. Yeah. Um, with 17 games, mostly indie games, uh, Chinese parents, My Time at Portia, Forts, um, a couple other games, it seems. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but there's been a lot of concerns lately, especially with the Epic Game Store. Mm-hmm. Um, and the 40% share that uh, Tencent has in Epic Games of potential spyware, um, which we talked before the show mm-hmm. uh, started that this same concern, I, I think the same concern that people have right now of Chinese companies spying on foreign cities, citizens, especially Americans, mm-hmm. uh, it parallels what's happening in tech with Huawei. Um, and so there's a lot of these concerns and I kind of wanted to just tease these out and see, um, you know what you guys are feeling how you guys are feeling about uh, the epic game store and their and their uh ties to uh tencent and um you know we can if we go back uh ring of elysium had a mm-hmm. spyware uh rumor going around about it when it first came out which mm-hmm. talk about a game that fell pretty hard <laughs> yeah it was a wasn't it a mobile game I it was at one point i i believe it was uh the basically the mobile port there we go. Of PUBG. They, mm-hmm. The Tencent developed the mobile version of PUBG, and then they're like, we don't have all this here. Why don't we just make this into a PC game? Still ran, somehow made it run like garbage on most PCs, but mm-hmm. that's besides the point. Um, But there were like spyware allegations with that when, when actually what I was looking for was anti-cheat software. Or for uh, not anti-cheat, for, was looking for cheat software. Um, cause someone found that it, it was scrubbing through files, which like, you know, or scrubbing through programs, trying to find what programs were there. What it was a standard anti, uh, cheat software that they were running. Um, Epic has been kind of under, on, under fire, kind of unduly in my opinion, because they keep saying that, uh, or rumors and allegations are going around that. Epic is going through your Steam information, trying to find what games you have, or f- trying to find your Steam friends. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's kind of been a little bit a witch hunt almost. I don't know if that's yeah. like the right word, but it seems to. And, and privacy is obviously incredibly important to all of. But well, I, I can't speak for Lee, but I'm pretty sure I can speak for me and Ren when I say privacy is one of our utmost concerns. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Lee, I. I think you can uh, you can agree with us on that. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so I don't know, but I feel like a lot of these, like like I said, it's just kind of hysteria. Yeah, I I honestly about? agree. I I totally agree. Um, I feel like Epic Games isn't that bad. Honestly, if they were spying on me, they probably already got my information from when I was playing Fortnite yeah. at one time. So it's like, really, what <laughs> the fuck? Honestly, like. Especially if they're under fire now, they're obviously not going to start taking data now. Like, of course not. Like, why? Mm, why? Why the, would you risk yeah, that? Shit right now. Yeah, it's not like you're just going to be like, hey, I mean, a lot of people are suspecting that we're stealing data. Maybe we should start mm. dealing, stealing data now. That's like the perfect yeah. idea. 
course not. If if that is a case, and I don't think it is, personally, they're obviously not going to be doing it anymore. At least not anytime soon. So, like, I I feel like a lot of it is a lot of rumor milling, where it's just a lot of people, like, one person's all like, hey, this is totally a thing. And yep. then everybody is and just like, yeah, no, believes if it. that one person thinks it's true, obviously it's true. Mm-hmm. But there's really not, like, a whole ton of supporting evidence. There's some, yeah. obviously. So, for example, there there was the issue with uh, Epic Games taking Steam information. And the only mm-hmm. Steam information they were taking, uh, to my understanding, was Steam Friends. And that was mm-hmm. it. Um, Which and, Origin does. Yeah. yeah I was about to say, Origin does the same thing. It's it's whatever, in my mind, to be honest. Maybe I... I don't know. I feel like a lot of people... I feel like it's the vocal minority that feel mm-hmm. like Epic Games is really, really sketchy. Because, like, obviously, there's a lot of people that think it's sketchy. There's a ton of people that don't care. Like, yeah. fuck, Steam has my information. Origin has my information. Mm. Uplay has my information. Even Epic Facebook. Games. Yeah, exactly. Like... like mm. I don't know. I, I feel like it's very overrated. You, the amount of do you like... Think... Go what? ahead, go ahead. I, I was just well, gonna say, I, was... I think it's overrated that uh, yeah. people think that it's just so unbelievably sketchy and realistically mm-hmm. it's not that bad. The worst thing they're taking is not that big of a deal. Do you think it's because Tencent has uh, a bigger share in Epic Games than it does in any other company? Because like I said, it, you know they have they own Riot Games um they they have holdings in activision blizzard and ubisoft but obviously nothing like Mm -hmm. uh, the 40 percent they have with epic games do you think it's because tencent has so much hold and it's so public uh that people are kind of side-eyeing epic games a little bit more than than they would the other ones uh, other than battle.net or origin i honestly explicitly think it's just rumor milling i think a lot of people don't actually understand why they don't trust epic games at all Mm. like i feel like so many people don't because a lot of people are like i don't use epic games and then they go play league of legends it's literally owned by tencent so like what's the yeah what's the deal honestly I i think the issue is is that they're making their own launcher and no one knows yeah or or is it's a launcher right that they're making. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Tencent okay. is releasing a launcher, which is really strange because they have a forty percent stake in Epic Games, which would be directly competing with their launcher. I, I honestly, <laughs> that was what I was thinking too. I was like, that seems kind of weird that you would be doing something like that. I don't entirely understand the purpose of launching the launcher. I kind of get it in China mm-hmm. because China has very different laws. Yeah, but yeah. like, really <laughs> across the world. Yeah. Well, what I will say, and what I will say to the people who are getting like a little hysteric, is Chinese companies in in many aspects, because we live in a capitalist system, mm-hmm. we gotta kind of remember that you know communist or mixed uh, mixed systems like China, mm-hmm. um, the government has a very long dick, and it likes to <laughs> extend its long dick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Winnie the Pooh has a very long dick. <laughs> there we go. We're in China. Um, Winnie the Pooh has a very long dick, and he likes to stick it uh, into the people through uh, companies. Um, yep. They do that with Huawei. That's where a lot of concerns are with uh, – in fact, the U.S. was actually going to um, start putting sanctions on Germany because they, uh, Germany was going to allow Huawei to start putting up uh, major infrastructure in uh, within German territory. Uh, which would then leave German intelligence 
and therefore American intelligence um, susceptible to Chinese interference via Huawei communications. Mm -hmm. um, we know that Huawei is famous for stealing intellectual property mm -hmm. to the point where they stole a robot from, <laughs> I want to say, HTC. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys hear about that story? I did not know. Yeah, uh, the uh, Huawei phone engineer was visiting like an American company, mm -hmm. um, and they were test. It was like a robot used for testing something like uh, durability of phones. Uh huh. <laughs> and they stole the robot and tried to like reverse engineer this testing robot so they could produce it, and then they like like. It was just kind of found dismantled. <laughs> um, oh, my Lord. You know, so I think there is some legitimate concern simply yeah. by what other Chinese tech firms have done. Mm -hmm. And Tencent, you know, is one of the biggest game producers with, you know, as many um, with with their dick and basically everything. And I think that I think there are people who uh, I can kind of get behind that there is some legitimate uh uh skepticism that you should bring to the table in this yeah i mean but it's I not necessarily a bad thing to like judge it i just think it's like a bad thing to completely write it off as like yeah. spyware like i understand yeah. if you do your research okay i, I get it i respect that you did mm -hmm. your research if you still don't want to use that at that point by all means honestly i, I think and this is might sound a little bad i think it's just because it came from a foreign country I agree. People are going to freak out about it. I completely because, agree. I think it's explicitly because yeah. it's from and China. I think it's just that reason alone. If, yeah. it, if this company came here and it was, you know, here only, no one would care. But the fact that it's from a foreign country and people have this mindset that everyone wants to attack us kind of thing. Mm -hmm. No one would want to use it. And, well, you know, so, I, I, I would think at least. I think it's because it's specifically Chinese, because I don't think anyone has problems with Korean games or Japanese games or launchers True. or services. And nobody has problem with Ubisoft, which Ubisoft is French mm -hmm. uh, or Canadian, French, Canadian, both. Um, yeah. So I think it's specifically because it's Chinese and we've mm -hmm. seen the Chinese government do some kind of shady things. I agree. 100 yeah. percent agree. Uh, through like, like I said, Huawei, which is what the second or third biggest cell phone producer in the world. I want to say I I have no idea. <laughs> um, I I feel personally that uh well well that is like some people's big concern. Uh, mm -hmm. I feel like the bigger concern for most actual consumers is exclusivity. Obviously, mm -hmm. I mean like when when you can't have all your games on one launcher, this is something I do understand <laughs> completely. I feel like the other one's a little bit like mm -hmm. overrated. I feel like a lot of people are really blowing it out of proportion. This one I kind of get. I still feel like it's not that big of a deal, but um. If you want to like collect all your games on one platform, for example, Steam, Steam is my main platform. Yeah, uh, I would exactly. like to be able to download my game on Steam. If it's like, nope, it's only on Epic Games for a year, I'm gonna be like, that kind of sucks. I probably will still get it on Epic Games. I'm not that like abhorrent to the idea, but but a lot of people are. Yeah, a lot of people really mm -hmm. want to keep it all on one platform, and I get it. I get it. Not everybody wants to have like fucking twenty launchers. Mm -hmm. Some people are just like, I just want my one launcher. I just want that with my games. That's it. That's exactly. all. I don't want to have a bunch of bloatware. I'll, I'll concede that is kind of bloatware. I'm not going to call it spyware. I'm not going to say like, yeah, it's definitely stealing your data 100%. But I'll, I'll be like, yeah, 
if you don't play like the games that are normally on it, it's essentially junk. It's like, yeah. okay, yeah, I, I don't want to keep that on my computer. <laughs> Obviously yeah, not. No, I wouldn't either. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I think that's one of the main concerns. I feel like some of the time it's not so bad, though. I feel like, for example, Exodus, while it got a lot of shit, having it for $10 less, that mm. as like a consumer is a great thing. I, I'm not opposed to that. I feel like that's a yeah. solid like deal. I don't know why some people would just be like, oh, yeah, they lowered it $10, but how come we still can't have it exclusive? Because mm -hmm. what would be the point? <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. okay, sure, it's, it's not exclusive anymore. It's still the $10 deal. I don't know. I mean, I kind of sort of get it on that front. I know I'm kind of rambling at this moment, but uh, with Exodus explicitly, they had it as a pre-order on Steam, and I feel like that's one of the big issues with uh, with that one, is that it was an initially pre-order on Steam, so like, if you could pay for it on Steam, and it was like, okay, great, awesome, I have it on Steam, but when they were all like, nope, it's not on Steam anymore, it's Epic Games only, then it's like, oh, okay, well, what happens about that? And essentially, right. they just gave an Epic Games code. And that was essentially how that worked. Instead of just being like, well, for the people that did pre-order it, we'll just let you have it on Steam. I, I feel like that couldn't be like that big of a deal. I don't know. Maybe that's a dumb idea. Um, but yeah, I feel like for most consumers, the exclusivity is the biggest issue. Mm -hmm. Which I know that upset a lot of people uh, recently with Borderlands to the yeah. point where they review bombed Borderlands yeah. 1 and 2. Yeah, yeah, they Which, review bombed all of the Borderlands series. Yeah, I, I totally agree. It's just so childish. Mm -hmm. I, I, if I could, you know, I, I would just say at the end of the day, people want to hate on every little thing possible. Not everyone. Yeah, but, but we're definitely at that groups. age. Yeah, we're exactly. definitely at that age in history where it's like everybody yes. wants to hate something. Yeah. For no reason. They just, they, I, I think they just want to be that one person that sticks out and mm -hmm. then everyone follows them and it's easier now technology it keyboard warriors we all know who they are <laughs> you know it, they'll they'll it could be the best game in the world and there'll be a hundred people that will talk smack about it and mm -hmm. with this borderlands 3 coming out on epic only for six months you yeah. shouldn't have to backlash one and two because of three being on epic for x amount yeah. of time which i think yeah. is ridiculous. yeah no i completely agree um, yeah, we we as a society right now really thrive off the um, every 10 minutes being able to get angry. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, it's we're, true. We're over caffeinated, overworked, and we're just ready to blow up every 10 minutes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And honestly, that actually happened the same thing with uh, Exodus, too. And even like the people that played Exodus, they all absolutely loved the game. They fucking loved it. They're all like, this is one of the mm -hmm. best games I've played all year. Mm -hmm. And so many people don't even give it the like time of day because of like the previous review, like review bombing at all. Even the people that like didn't necessarily like care about it probably were all like, what about the other Metro games? How are they doing? Oh, they're mixed mm -hmm. views. Uh, I don't know. And yep. that's that's kind of fucked. Like if you're you're willing yeah. to like completely screw over a developer just just because because of that. Of that. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. It's not like it's never going to be on Steam. It's not mm -hmm. like it's like only this forever. No, it's timed exclusivity. It's not like the end of the world. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I agree, though. I feel like too many people are just straight up keyboard warriors. I fucking hate it. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's just anything else on this topic that we want to that we want to kind of get off our chest real quick. No, I don't think be I'm an good. asshole and don't review bump. 
That's <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, unless it's Elder Scrolls Blade. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would agree on that. Just a little bit. Oh, I'm man. joking. Don't do that. <laughs> I I do not condone review bombing Elder Scrolls Blade. It's just a prank. Just a, <laughs> I was being sarcastic. Do not do that. Do oh, not get oh, me in trouble. Please don't ban us. <laughs> do not get me in trouble, you pieces of shit. Um, so the Elder Scrolls Blades is a thing, guys. Mm-hmm. It's currently in early access. It's meant for Android, iOS um, devices. Yeah. Oh, this game. <sighs> so they this game, if anyone hasn't looked at it yet, mm-hmm. um, it was promising a AAA RPG experience on mm-hmm. mobile. Beautiful graphics set in the Elder Scrolls world um, where you go and uh, go through dungeons and collect things and build up your character and your town and, um, you know, enjoy the uh, world of Tamriel. So what's wrong with it? First off, the mod, well, I think the biggest thing is going to be the monetization Mm -hmm. where like you, so as you go through the dungeons to open stuff up, Mm -hmm. there's like a timer on anything that you open. Like if oh. there's like a chest of materials, there's a timer on that. You want to know how you can get rid of that timer, Ren? <laughs> is Wait, it paying what? money or rush things? <laughs> is that is it's that a, it? Uh huh. Yeah, you buy money <laughs> to rush through chat to open and lock unlock chests. Come on, <laughs> man. The- Jesus Christ! This serious, isn't Fallout right? Shelter, Mother of God. Yeah. What? <laughs> oh my God. So uh, here's from Forbes, uh, David Thier. <laughs> Or David Tier, I'm not sure how you pronounce that. A big warning for anyone playing the Elder Scrolls Blades right now. Um, I just had it. I just had to uh, scroll up. Let's see. Um, God, why I just had what I wanted to talk about here. Um, the problem mainly revolve around treasure chests, which use a style of monetization that's pretty unpopular with the audience this game is targeting. They take a long time to open unless you pay money, in which case they open instantly. <sighs> By the way, this is live in the early access version of the game. Wow. wow. That sounds Why? like was like what was that game? Clash of Clans, Clan yeah. of Something? Yeah. Where you would buy those gems or whatever to build faster or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh. Yeah, this this is the way that most mobile games do their monetization. They do it through rushing, and they set everything to timers. And I feel like that's a very lazy design right. choice. It's very, like, what really lazy. is the purpose? If you're trying to have a AAA mobile experience, you obviously wouldn't do that. <laughs> obviously, no. you wouldn't do anything of that sort. I, I'm <laughs> sure you could find better ways of introducing microtransactions. I don't necessarily have an issue with my th- microtransactions in mobile games. That's kind of like a thing already. Kind of yeah, sucks, yeah. but I mean, like, you're already, you know, it's going to be there. It's not like too crazy. Oh, oh, come on, man. I mean, even in <laughs> Fallout Shelter, it actually did it better because in Fallout yeah. Shelter, you didn't use actual currency to rush things. You would mm-hmm. use the in-game currency to rush things yep. and you could like easily reproduce that. And it wasn't anything so totally crazy. In-game currency or premium currency? It was because it was in game currency. You, Actually, it wasn't. I, I think, don't even it, think was. it had a currency system tied to rushing. I'm pretty sure it was a failure rate. So essentially, the way that it would yeah. work is if you kept on like trying to rush something. So mm-hmm. for those who don't know, Fallout Shelter was a. It was like a. Uh, 
what's the right word I'm trying to come up with? It's like a it tower like, builder game, right? It was like a uh, a base simulation kind of thing. Think of, mm-hmm. uh, oh my God, what's the game? Oxygen Not Included. Think of Oxygen Not yep. Included. It's kind of Perfect like in example. that design. Yeah. Um, and you would use it like you would use rushing to uh, get resources faster. So say you're lacking on water, lacking on food, or lacking on electricity. You could rush those, and it, there's a chance for it to fail. And then you get nothing, and then the place lights on fire, and then you lose resources doing that, obviously. Mm. Or you succeed, and then you get the resources instantly. And it's not anything too bad. And there actually was, like, good good things for failure rates. Uh, mm. You would get experience for your characters if, like, a thing failed, and they all dealt with it. They would get experience for, like, cleaning up the failure. And yeah. I, I don't necessarily have an issue with that. That's an actually like really good way to implement rushing. I don't have any real <laughs> issue with that. The only thing I did with that was uh, obviously like loot box type systems. And you could still mm-hmm. earn those in game. And it was actually not that bad. Um, but like really, did you really have to tie it to rushing things? That's fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Why? That's lazy. That's so lazy. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's how Clash of Camp Clash of Clans mm-hmm. cans Kappa. Um, <laughs> That's how Clash of Clans is just <laughs> a money hog. Yeah, <laughs> deserves exactly. to be in the Clash of Cans, dude. Um, but yeah, that's that's how they make their money in that. And I don't agree with that idea. I feel like that's a fucking stupid idea. And it's really just boring. I don't want like I I feel and this is how the majority of the mobile game base is, is like so many of them are idle games or basically just idle. And this isn't one of them. This is something where you actively travel mm-hmm. and do things. It's not like yep. you're just like, oh, I touched it for five seconds and then I'm going to leave it alone for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. No, yep. of course not. So, yeah, I, I feel like it's fucking dumb. That's that's essentially my opinion on it. It's absolutely stupid. I don't get it. Yeah, Why? I was triggered when I heard that. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, um, well, and like you know, this is something that you said this is supposed to be like an active game where you're like going through these dungeons and stuff yeah and that, that like that's gotta ruin the flow that's gotta ruin the player experience um they mentioned something here like they say like bethesda says this is an early access game but if you have doesn't the doesn't matter hard, if you have like player, any- well what i was just gonna say basically but that's not really true because yeah ha- if you have the rest uh rise Reswicket, Requisite. You know what I'm saying? Requisite. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hardware. I forgot how to word there for a bit. <laughs> it's okay. If you have the hardware day. to play it. You can also spend money on it. Is it really an early access? Not really. Like mm-hmm. at that point, you're getting the full experience, supposedly. Yeah. Um, yeah. The split second you char- start charging money for anything as the split second I start yeah. thinking it's not early access anymore. It's a full yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna treat it like I paid money on it obviously yeah. i'm not gonna sit here like that's how i treated rust i'm not gonna sit here thinking i didn't just pay 20 bucks for this fucking game and just be like mm-hmm. oh no it's early access they'll fix it later no i paid 20 dollars for the product right now it should be like at least worth that obviously like fix fix what? the product within a week yeah <laughs> easy I, listen look if you're putting something out on early access and you're charging money you're yeah you're open to that criticism Mm-hmm. There, there should be none of this. Like, yeah, but like, no, it's it's early access. Just wait two mm-hmm. years. And it's like, fuck you, wait two years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what makes you think I'm gonna play any game for two years? Hello. Yeah, unless it's Dirty Bomb, I don't think I've played anything <laughs> for two years. <laughs> um, which Dirty Bomb was in development hell for fucking ever. Uh, yeah, problems related to Tencent, I think. <laughs> um, 
So, yeah, I just. This just seems like another bad step for Bethesda. I don't, I don't get it. This is like get it. very bad step. I mean, if they broke their ankles on on Fallout seventy six, yeah, they broke they their entire their body. On <laughs> Fallout seventy six, or like if I guess maybe if, if Fallout seventy six was the first part of the trip, this is them starting to go down the stairs. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is oh, man. I just cannot imagine putting so much time and effort into a, what looks and feels like a um, triple-A RPG experience meant for mobile mm-hmm. by slapping in a bunch of cheesy, lazy, uh, and unpopular monetization practices. They could yeah. have done a, probably a variety of different monetization uh, models for this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very easy. I, I think the main thing to think about is this is a triple A company. This isn't just like some indie dev that's like, oh, hey, I don't know, like any creative mm-hmm. ideas to implement microtransactions to my game. Yeah. So this is the only thing I'm going to do. They have the this... resources to like think about yep. this. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. understand where they're just like, oh, we could come up with like this really cool design choice yeah. that people actually probably like. And they probably yeah. like spend money on it. That'd be sick. Mm. Ah, I'll it's just also... tie it to boxes. That's fine. Yeah. It's also not one of those companies that are uh, actually stealing information from your phone and selling it to telemarketers. By the way, there are a lot of mobile developers Mm -hmm. that take your phone number and sell them to Mm -hmm. uh, marketers. Just so you know. Mm -hmm. Don't download download all those free games. Holy shit, Cat is being loud. (laughs) (laughs) You guys continue this conversation. Oh, man. But yeah, anyways, man, like... And another thing is it's mobile. It's a mobile... Exactly. Yeah. Game. Like yeah. people want it on PC or consoles. Like another one, Diablo. <laughs> yeah. I I You guys have phones. I don't know like where they're getting this money or this idea from that mobile yeah. games are like the upcoming ish, but no, yeah. they've yeah, been no. on downhill ever since the Apple Store was a thing. Yeah, just because the just because there's a larger people that play mobile games does not mean like the majority of actual gamers are like, hey, yeah, no, we 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 go hardcore on a mobile. No, mm-hmm. of course not. No. It's the people that like do idle games. It's the people that are just like, exactly. hey, I played like uh, words with friends <laughs> like yeah, once exactly. a week. It's yep. not people that are just like, hey, listen, I'm gonna play my uh, battlefield experience for eight hours today let's do it <laughs> yeah exactly so i really i have to agree i don't understand where they're getting this idea from where like the hard i quote unquote hardcore gamers are like really interested in the idea of like diablo immortal now for mobile. Mm-hmm. or to be completely honest i wasn't actually like totally opposed to elder scrolls blades when i saw gameplay of it i initially thought like this actually doesn't look that bad there's a couple there's a few like very select few mobile games where they actually treat it with respect of a real game Versus mm-hmm. just like, mm-hmm. it's an idle clicker. Fuck it. Easy money. Bam. Yeah. 20 bucks made in like two seconds. But like, I, I'm so disappointed that it goes down this rabbit and hole. It's a triple A platform company. That's what kills yeah. me. Yeah. Because it's like uh, they've made mobile games decent yeah. before. While I was talking about Fallout Shelter was actually okay. A lot of really people fun. really like Fallout Shelter. Yeah. But like, why do you guys shit the bet? It's the same company. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know where they're all like this one worked. What if we don't Pull do anything of that idea. sort 
and instead just make it worse. And mm-hmm. it's like, I don't get you right now. <laughs> I don't yeah. understand. Where is where is the Bethesda that put together Skyrim and you know, and Fallout 3? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though Fallout 3 is the inferior version of Fallout New Vegas. You know, <laughs> where is yeah. that Bethesda right now? You know, the only thing that can make this the situation worse for Bethesda is this paper and pen Fallout game that they're coming out with. But mm-hmm. like oh, all the rule yeah. books, but all the rule books are like four pages long, and you gotta pay <laughs> like ten dollars yeah. for each pamphlet. And there's like wait, are you serious? Get the full... No, that's the only thing that oh. can make this. Work. Oh, okay. I was like, no fucking way. No, it's not an actual <laughs> thing. They would at that point. That company should just shut down. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna lose my shit over here. Like, there's no fucking way in hell this could possibly be a thing, right? Like, yeah, no, but, we're, we're like, charging ten dollars for four pieces of paper. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that's the only way they could really make this worse is like this, oh, man. you know, all of this paper and pen uh, mm-hmm. Fallout uh, game uh, yeah. is just like, and you can only play with our proprietary <laughs> minis. It's like, yeah. Ugh. yeah, we're the only people that sell a 30 sided die. <laughs> <laughs> to to be completely us. honest, to be completely honest, it almost feels like. These are the kind of steps that a company takes before they're all like, yeah, we're just doing this to get the rest of the money and we're cashing out. And exactly. it's like, bruh, that's kind of sketchy when you're announcing things like Elder Scrolls 6 and, uh, and hyping it up. One? Oh my god, I can't even remember the other one's name. It's super hyped for a lot of people. Uh, oh, um, you know what? I'm... No. What's a wasteland? Rage? No, 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 no. It's, it's it? like a space, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna call it Space Skyrim. <laughs> but uh it's on the tip of my tongue i yeah um anyways you have these really really impressive games coming up for a lot of people and it's like they're actively trying to shit the bed and i'm like i don't Mm -hmm. get it like i really don't understand like honestly all you had to do is release a subpar product at this point and just chill you don't have to release garbage but you gotta release something make some effort yeah I, i don't get it dude yeah, and don't. a lot of people don't Starfield even necessarily... is what it's called. There it Starfield. is. Thank you. Yeah. And I know a lot of people who don't even necessarily care about uh, getting like more lore or anything out of this. Mm-hmm. They just want more Elder Scrolls. They want to experience yeah. more of Tamriel. Yeah, I, I get, explicitly I totally... wanted a dungeon looter. That's all I want. I just mm-hmm. want to be able to loot a dungeon and just mm-hmm. like occasionally just go around. That's all. I don't yeah. need like some fucking crazy plot line. I just want it. I just want to be a fucking Bosmer. Let me be a Bosmer, <laughs> you know, <laughs> outside of Elder Scrolls Online, which is any Max, you still suck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which oh, every time I bring up Elder Scrolls Online, I have to uh, reiterate, uh, for some reason, my internet service provider and a bunch of other internet service providers blacklisted Zenimax. Uh, information oh, yeah, from yeah. Zenimax. Really? I yeah, can, we've talked yeah, about can, this a couple times before. Yeah. I'm still salty because I cannot update ESO. I can I can download and install Elder Scrolls Online from Steam, but from the Elder Scrolls Online launcher, I cannot get I cannot download anything. The download will stall what? over and over and over again. And that was the only explanation I could find on the Elder Scrolls Online forums was that like internet service providers were blocking information from the ZeniMax servers uh, from being downloaded to their clients. Hmm. Okay. Was the, that was the only thing i haven't tried it recently and it's mostly because that's a big fucking download to have to 
download, yeah. uninstall, or download, install, and then be like, yeah, and then hope for the best. Gonna, hope for the best and be like, oh, yeah. I guess this isn't gonna fucking work. Yeah. And then uninstall that and then yeah. try again like a month later. No, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No. Oh, um, yeah, the this monetization policy, ugh. like I, so I many other get it. <laughs> so many don't other business understand. models could have been implemented. Mm-hmm. So many others. And they you just know, freaked it up. Yeah. Yeah, well, even if they went with something relatively generic like weapon skins, I probably would be like, whatever. Okay. Yeah, I exactly. Guess. I'd be oh, like, fuck, I would have shrugged at that point. Yeah, I would have been like, okay, I'm not like too surprised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, really, do you really have to lock out like, things as simple uh, as like chests? Like, come yeah. on, that's literally what you play Skyrim. Like, you play exactly. an Elder Scrolls game for loot. <laughs> yeah, that's you're, what you you're, do. You're intentionally slowing down gameplay just to get just to bilk money out of the out of the player base. Yeah, that's that's the thing that like really just irked me mm-hmm. about this, you know. And I think uh, the way Pokemon Go kind of does something similar is a little obnoxious. Mm-hmm. But like at least with Pokemon Go, you can still do things and feel like you're being progressing yeah. mm-hmm. um, when you have like eggs hatching and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't get that like you, you and it's important to note nah. too that's also an idle game like that's not yeah it's not something that you actively pay attention to 24 7 you occasionally like pull up your <laughs> phone or it buzzes and it's like hey look a pokemon's here and it's like okay. and then you just pull it up real quick and then you put it away yeah yeah so i don't know i have to uh i have to get a new phone or or a new tablet new phone um mm-hmm. to play this so I'll be able to tell you guys eventually. I think I'm going to get a new phone here within the next week. Mm-hmm. Um, so once I get that and, and start playing around with it, we'll we'll kind of see. We don't really talk about mobile too often on here, so I'd like to I would like to try it out and see what's up with it mm-hmm. as an actual game. But just from the monetization stuff that I've seen um, and, and read and watched and stuff, I it's I don't bad. have a lot of hope. I don't have a lot of hope. Yeah. Hopefully the core gameplay loop is, is enough and then they could and it's the monetization isn't so inextricably tied to that mm-hmm. that they can't get rid of the monetization without getting rid of some other function uh, that yeah. would be critical to the current gameplay loop. Yeah. Um, Just disappointing. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Very. I, have to say. I, hope, yeah. I, hope, I hope this is kind of like the way that they did it. It's more like a padlock instead of, you know, an actual lock on a yeah. door mm-hmm. let's hope it's more like a padlock than anything else but <laughs> they can just yeah i just hope i just that hope this work. isn't the downfall i just hope this is not the downfall of just elder scrolls because that just yeah. that hurts yeah i don't know i've kind of lost it's, faith after 76 yeah, to be completely honest and i was really excited for it mm-hmm. and we've talked about this before i was super pumped other people were like ah I was so we even talked about it on the podcast. Danny was like, I don't know if you should be super stoked for this. And I'm like, nope, I'm super stoked for it. Can't stop me. And like and when I played the beta, I was like, oh no. Yeah, like and I'm a Fallout fan too. Yeah. And that just hurts to see it just <laughs> die like that. Yeah. I was on I was on the Entertainment Talks podcast. Uh uh random gaming talk podcast. I remember um I said the hype in the skepticism. <laughs> Fallout 76 is like all time high. I've never seen a game so hyped and so skeptically looked at. Mm-hmm. And I get where like, and I remember saying 
you know, this is going to be a black mark on, on Fallout if it fails because yeah, at the end of the day, because a lot of people are like, oh, well, Fallout 3 and New Vegas weren't actually Fallout games. I'm, 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 I'm like, oh, at, the end, at the end of the day, a Fallout game is whatever has the aesthetics of Fallout and has the fucking uh-huh. label on it. Yeah. Um, and same thing with Elder Scrolls. And Elder Scrolls games is whatever has the Elder Scrolls label on it and the Elder Scrolls aesthetics. Yep. And what in the game, like the a bad game, you can't just write that off if you're a fan. New. Mm-hmm. Um, it you know it's gonna and it's gonna affect the value of that franchise. And so they, you know, it, it sucks that Bethesda doesn't seem to be taking care of their franchises all that well right They're now. They're killing yeah. it right now. Yeah, oh. Really, I just don't. Not in a good way. Like, oh man, it hurts. <laughs> no, they're actually killing it. it Basically hurts. stabbing it. Mm. Oh man. Um, somebody mentioned uh, the Skyrim Together mod. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that? That oh, was that, a uh, yeah, yeah. I I can talk about it if you want. It's up to you. Um, did you did you t- uh, pick it up at all? I haven't. So Skyrim Together was something I actually researched when I was playing Skyrim for charity um, during mm. December, and mm. uh, essentially it's multiplayer Skyrim. It's honestly as simple as that. And hmm. uh, it did have like a lot of like work put into it, and it was doing relatively solid uh, until uh, it was found out that they started stealing some uh, information from other mods without mm-hmm. permission. And then when they asked for permission, they said no. And then they were like, okay. And then they kept doing it anyway. And <laughs> so, so they kind of just threw that completely under the fucking bus. I don't really understand the point of that. But uh, but yeah, it was initially doing fantastic. I think they even still have one of the other issues that had going on with it as well is um, that it had a Patreon connected to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was for like early access of the mod, essentially. Uh-huh. And Bethesda was really peeved about that because they were essentially like taking money that like they were they were essentially calling it their own game and be like yeah no Skyrim together is it's ours yeah no you you paid money for this transaction and uh Bethesda was really really pissed about that and I believe yeah the last time that uh last time I checked even though they weren't marketing it anymore the Patreon was still up oh my god so I'm kind of sketched out on that I hope that at some like weird level it's just all like, oh, yeah, no, we we somehow managed to fix all these issues and then still released it. That'd be cool. Mm. I really doubt it. I really doubt it. It was looking fantastic initially. But they um, stole from other people and claimed it their own. That's a big no-no. They're yeah. the um, they're the Huawei of Skyrim mod. <laughs> Basically, yeah. And I don't, I don't think they necessarily were, like, trying to market it as, like, it's our own game. But it was because explicitly they were charging for early yeah. access like if they didn't they do that they probably that. would have been fine they honestly probably yeah. would have oh, been, been okay. okay yeah but they profited but, uh, from it and that's the issue yeah 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 and the fact that they're still making money on it because a lot of people don't know about that either and because mm-hmm. patreon is a monthly service they're still just getting paid every yeah. month <laughs> oh, like God. for people that don't pay oh, attention to it, for people Lord. are like i'm gonna throw five bucks a month at this thing just because and there's apparently a lot of people that do it i think they uh announced the price like announced how much they made at one point and mm. i think it was like upwards of like thirty thousand or something like that oh, it was insane oh. there was a oh. ton of money involved and yeah. uh a lot of that is people that just don't pay attention to it that are just like oh we'll mm. put some money down for it okay yeah and i'll we'll, we'll wait i'm sure i'll be gonna get an email or something 
<laughs> so a lot of people just have random money getting sent over to them. Mm-hmm. And that God sucks. God damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great idea. Flopping hard. Big, yeah. big sads. Big sads. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's a no, no. Yeah. Uh, I do know that there were some other mods that were similar. I don't know if it is the same mod. Because I think there were like three. I think there were three main ones that were uh, three trying to like. Skyrim. Yes. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, even when I was doing the charity stream, one person uh, was all like, hey, you want to take a look at the screenshot? And it was like him and 20 other players all in a thing. Oh, that's pretty cool. It was cool. like, the fuck? How the fuck did you manage to do this? Huh. And. Uh, yeah, he basically was all like, I don't know. I, I can't tell you. And then he just left. And I was like, yeah. what <laughs> the fuck you mean? But uh, but yeah, um, I, I feel like there's going to be some others that come out. Um, mm. But I know distinctly of one of them being that case. I'm not entirely positive if it was Skyrim together. I'm yeah. I'm pretty confident. I think I'm like 80 to 85 percent sure on that one. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. That that's been the news in terms of those, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Which Big that's mix. an interesting idea if they could if they could implement proper multiplayer functionality into Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I would love to post Rod do, do you off a of fucking uh, World Throat <laughs> Run. You know, you know that's gonna be that's that's what everyone's gonna <laughs> attempt to do. Oh yeah, it's gonna fucking they're all gonna climb up to the the fucking throat of the world. And foes were die each other off the fucking cliff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, there can be only one. This is my hill. Get out of my swamp. Uh, <laughs> get out of my swamp. Get out. Uh, I guess they'd have to go to, what is it, Morthal to, to start uh, get people out of their swamps. But <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> it, it, that's an interesting premise to me. Skyrim together interested me until... It kind of like imploded on itself, and I'm like, oof. Yeah. Oof, do I really yeah. want to get involved in this? This looks like it might not be something I want to get involved mm-hmm. with. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Skyrim together looks interesting. I'd I'd like to see something like that implemented at some point, or maybe Bethesda. You know, if you really want to make up for all the bullshit you've been doing, Bethesda, why don't you make a yeah. co-op, uh, you know, co-op enabled way to do uh yeah all you had to do was just add another person and everything six. would have been great it would have been just fine <laughs> all you had to do was just make that an option oh literally it don't understand yeah i would so yeah that's yeah bethesda if you want to save yourselves why don't you go on ahead and make some multiplayer functionality for Elder scroll six for us and i get it i get it you have yeah, uh, and don't yeah you eat have the game for it on, yeah, yeah. I get it. You have Elder Scrolls Online. I understand. You want to keep promoting Elder Scrolls Online. That's fine. But Elder Scrolls Online has a very different gameplay loop mm-hmm. than Skyrim does. Yeah. And that's and people really want to play Skyrim. <laughs> it's yeah. good. I like Elder Scrolls Online. My Khajiit Nightblade, I had a hell of a time playing with it. Uh, but it's different you know they don't scratch the still they don't uh, scratch the itches by the way uh, someone just said is eso still alive yeah they're actually coming out with a <laughs> um a new update uh the elsewhere dlc uh, oh, which they man. came out with somerset recently somerset was the most recent yeah um which 
will be interesting because elsewhere has the most bizarre lore in the entire Elder Scrolls um, universe. That and mm -hmm. Black Marsh, uh, where the Argonians are. Elsewhere is where the uh, Khajiit are from. And it's got like a, like the Khajiit are like a really weird race of people with like small, small versions of like cats that are still considered Khajiit, but they're like super intelligent. They just can't speak. They're like mm -hmm. psionic, I think. Huh. Um, the like Khajiit can only be born under certain moons. I want to say like, it's, um, it's one of those things that like, how are you going to incorporate this really complex thing that you guys have written in all of your books throughout oblivion, Morrowind and Skyrim and like make it compatible to what you've already written. Are you going to fucking retcon it and just be like, Nope, it's a desert. Scrap the books. Scrap, <laughs> scrap the books. The books. Scrap, <laughs> scrap all the lore we've written over the last 25 years. Start fresh. <laughs> Uh, in order to make well, the lore more accessible, we have uh, officially removed all of the previous mm -hmm. games. Now the Imagine. fact <laughs> none of it's canon anymore. Uh, <laughs> I will say, and I can kind of wrap up the conversation on this. Now that I, that we get a uh, an elsewhere expansion for Elder Scrolls Online, my thought that was that Elder Scrolls Six was going to be an elsewhere, mm -hmm. but now I'm leaning towards it being possibly like in Black Rock. To my understanding, from what I saw of it and from what research I did, I believe it was supposed to be in High Rock. I, uh, I'm not entirely certain. But if I remember yeah, right, so that was what most things were pointing out towards. Yeah, which I would be disappointed if it was in High Rock because we've already had games in High Rock. <laughs> yeah, but those are old. Old games. Also, <laughs> High Rock is like right next to Skyrim in the, on the map of Tamriel. Uh, and there's already like a bunch of shit you can do in all the scrolls online in High Rock. Listen, That's, just give uh, me a give me a good Skyrim game. That's all I want. <laughs> That's all I want. So That's what anyone wants. Uh, looking at the time here, is there anything else that we wanted to discuss? I think I'm good. I think I'm good. All right. So uh, we'll go on ahead and end it here at about what an hour and a half. Um, probably just a touch under, which is perfectly fine. Lit. Go on ahead and plug yourself again. Tell people where they can find you, what they're going to find when they get there. Anything and everything that you want to plug, do it right now. Right here, right now. All right, all right I'm on the spot. Uh, Twitch.tv slash lit with two eyes, two underscores. Catch me playing uh, GTA roleplay, most racing game I'm playing, but I'm a variety streamer, so I play a bunch of things. I play games with Ren all the time. Uh, we meme a lot. It's an 18 plus stream, so make sure you're over the age of 18. And follow me on Twitter, same thing. Uh, lit with two underscores and two eyes as well as yeah oh no that's about it just twitter yeah and then uh yeah that's about it pg stream awesome. by the way <laughs> <laughs> uh right what's coming up with you so i'm i'm sticking with rest siege right now um mm. i am probably gonna be playing a little bit of apex here and there currently i'm on break i'm taking a break for the rest of tonight and then i'm going back tomorrow um but yeah i'm gonna be jumping back into siege Hopefully I got all my shit like fixed. I might play some Risk of Rain. I see that in there a little bit. I might play Risk of Rain at some point. We'll see. But uh, yeah, for the time being, mostly Siege. I'm really stoked for Plague Tale Innocence, though. Hopefully that comes out soon. Cool. But yeah. Anything else? Nope, I'm good. We're good. Um, I'm pushing through Enderall still. Um, I think I'm probably three quarters of the way through. I just kind of took it. I 
did a quick Google search and said there's like 20 to 30 hours of gameplay. I'm at like 17. So mm -hmm. I'm feeling probably about three quarters of the way through on Enderall. I'm hoping I can probably finish that up this week. Um, after that, probably going back to doing um, maybe some Apex Legends and some uh, Insurgency Sandstorm, or maybe I'll find something else to play. Um, <laughs> other than that, uh, make sure you guys follow the podcast on Twitter at NTNPod. You guys can find um, audio archives of the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube, so subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, we push out the episode a day after it was produced live. Um, follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Danny K. Uh, next week on the show, we have Reed actually of the Sneak Attack podcast. Uh, so come and join Ooh. us. For... Check that out. <laughs> yes, he's going to be talking about um, all the fun stuff he did to make D&D uh, &D fit to his world. Um, so yeah. Anything else, guys? Absolutely anything else. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm solid. I'm good. All right. Well, guys, until next week, see you later. Bye. All right. Bye. Toodles.